three, four. Two friends get together so that they can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Now we'll stop singing so that we can all now try this. Hey guys, welcome to another jam-packed episode of Now Try This, where your boys Nick and Marcus tell you things that they tried because we like each other and we like things and we wanted to share those things. And Narcus, how you doing? I'm great. I sprained my ankle, so I'm in incredible shape. I, told you, I told you, Narcus, and you responded. I also responded to Marker. Joke. <laughs> if you want to call me that too. That's ugly. How'd you, sprain, ugly. how'd you sprain your ankle? I was walking on sunshine. Whoa. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give you one more shot. You can edit that out. Uh, the podcast only works if we talk about things inter- interestingly. Yeah. And that was a bad story. <laughs> no, I um, I sprained my ankle literally walking. It just gave out. I must have stepped on an even flooring or something like that. And I, if so many people were running for the train, they're like, I was grabbed my leg invisible pain because it had just been sprained. And I like... Everyone was just walk running past me to catch the train, and I was like kind of in the way, so like kind of got pushed on top of having a sprained ankle. And so, fuck you, anybody. I'm gonna give you one more <laughs> chance to tell that story. Oh man, I sprained my ankle. There you go. Okay, ask ask me how I sprained my ankle. Nick, how did you sprain your ankle? My arch enemy <laughs> well, that's was finally <laughs> in my clutches. Why well, else didn't sprain my ankle? That's what? I also didn't survive. I always lie. <laughs> Don't believe a thing I say, guys. It's true. His name's not even Nick. You're right. It's Joseph. The whole time. I was Joseph. Inception. <laughs> During our Joseph episode, I was just doing two voices. What up, bitches? Yeah, crazy. All right, guys. Listen, this is a podcast that we do. We are here for you, but this only works if we know you're there. <laughs> yeah, so... Be sure to rate and review. Uh, find us on iTunes. And, uh, yeah, you can say anything you want and we'll read it on the podcast. Give us five stars and please, you don't have to be nice, but just give us five stars. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's the rule. Oh my god, I'm yawning. That's a great sign. <laughs> say whatever you want uh, and we'll give you five stars. Say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. Marcus, how's your week going? My week's I mean, going great. How, how'd your week go? It's the end of the week. Uh, my week went well. Lip, I, lip, other than spraying my ankle, that well, kind of ruined the momentum that the week was having. I was like, yeah, I'm doing well. I'm getting a lot done. I saw. I went to go see a couple of apartments. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so how was your week? Um. <laughs> um. I'll give you another chance to try that again. <laughs> How was your week, Nick? Uh, um, entertainment. We got this. Your week. Give me one more Rinches. chance. Give me one more chance. Give me one more chance. Nick, how was your week? Um, <laughs> I learned in my comedy class that comedy comes in threes. Nice. You knew that though. I was literally. We were about to try to. We were about to try to soundboard. It doesn't work class. unless you're ready for it. I am ready. Uh, but we, we learned that together in class. Well, I, I know. I was sitting next, right next to you when we learned that in, like, theater class. I didn't take theater class with you. No? No. It's been another And I literally learned... Oh, my God. I literally learned this on Tuesday. 
You what? I learned this on Tuesday in my improv. You class. learned it from no, but we I I learned it in the class that you must have taken. I learned it in fucking middle school. I'm just saying he said it in. There what you go. So you didn't about? learn it. What you class? Were no, 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 no. You know what? I must be mistaken. What class was that, Marcus? It was acting 101. <laughs> I never was like acting 101. Oh man, maybe I learned. Oh, I learned that in my high school thing. Oh my god. And it was Commedia dell'arte, and it was you like Commedia dell'arte, and high nobody school. cares about those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. So that's why I'm not funny because <laughs> I learned comedy from. Guys, if you listened last week, we watched, months. we 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 read, The Promised Neverland. Great manga. You guys should check out. Yeah, go listen to that episode because. Uh... Yeah, it's gonna be better than this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's too early in the morning. Anyway, this episode we did Captain Fantastic. I literally have nothing to talk about. <laughs> guys, to lift the veil, we messed up and we had to double up this week because of life. Yeah. But I have no more anecdotes. <laughs> This is why I can't see you in the middle of the week. That's fair. I got nothing to say to your ass. That's fair. Um, hold on, let me. I gotta. I gotta post some kind of fucking question. Hold on, give me two seconds. All right, Marcus, if you are, what happened? Oh, my teacher said this, and I really loved it. What was it? He said somebody told him once. Uh, he was he was in a physics class, and somebody said, "What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object?" Do you know? He said, "You find out you're wrong about one of them." Oh, that's clever. I like that. I like that a lot. Because we were talking about, like, auditions and, like, what happens if something goes wrong and and we were doing... We did this weird exercise. Okay, I'm going to tell you this exercise. And it was... I loved it, but because we did it, I fucking panicked and I washed my read that week. Yeah. He took half the class and half the class pretended to be casting directors and the other half got an ad read and got went out in the hall and came in one by one. Oh, and then wow. we switched. I was in the first group, so I was casting directors. And I don't know, this might be a surprise to you mm. and to our listeners, but I'm an outspoken guy, mm. so I always had something to say. Of course. Because I thought I knew best. <laughs> About, but, but all ego aside, we had to get a certain thing from the people, and I was like, great. That was good, but I needed a little more of this, a little more of that. Yeah, a little, yeah. I, I know what I'm talking about a little bit. Yeah. And I'm also quick to the draw to talk because yeah. I, I'm like, because I'm confident about it. It's a, I don't know how, but all the first group got filled with the A's and the second group was filled with the B's. It's a type of personality because mm. everyone in that first group was the same way. Like it uh, started. So they just like railed, like you went first and then everyone was like. We're going to add on and, like, make this guy feel like shit. A little bit, yeah. But also, like, the first person went and we, I clearly started. I clearly made a point. And then another girl who was also good, we're kind of on the same page, clearly made another point, yeah. And then we were good to go. And then she did the thing. And then we said one or more two things. And then she did it the second time. She did a third. Great. Person yeah. come out. By the time the third or fourth person came out, the other people heard what we did and thought they needed to say the thing that we were saying. Because they yeah. needed to, like, involve themselves. But they said the same thing we were saying, but in a worse way. Got it. That's fair. <laughs> so, at one of the points, and one of the challenges was... You definitely can't tell anybody about this podcast, because they're going to be like, oh man. No, we all talked about it. We all, we all talked oh, about okay. it after, because okay. it was really funny. Because yeah. we were all like, we're friends, why, why are we like yeah, all yeah. over each other? <laughs> but, like, it was, there was a line that was... 
it was about a Thanksgiving thing, and it was overcooked, overworked, overtime. Like it was over, mm-hmm. and if you just read it, you would say overcooked, overlooked, overworked, overtime. But it's like no, it's a football joke. Yeah, so it has to be overtime. So before, so like at the beginning when the, before the first one started, the worst girl was like, "Yeah, we just need a nice and warm conversation." I was like, "Yeah," and on the line, overcooked, overworked, overtime. Uh, it's a football joke, so it goes overcooked, overworked, overtime. I gave them a line read. Yeah. Because he says it all the time, it's like we ain't got time. Like yeah. he gave us a time limit for each person too. Yeah. So we were like we we're on the clock to get a good performance. Yeah. So I was like, I don't need to explain this thing. I just need to tell him how to do it. Yeah. Easy. But the third, the fourth, third or fourth, it got like washed down my note, and it and I was ready to do it the exact same way every time because yeah. I was like it was clear, it worked, moving on. And then one one guy eventually was like, yeah, and uh, on the one line, like, overcooked, overworked, overtime, it's about football, you know? So it's like, you pause before you say it, and then it's it's about football. It's a football joke, so it's about, you know, the overtime of the, you know, over, you know what overtime is, right? Like, overtime is like when you play extra, it's like really intense, and and you just see the actors like, mm-hmm, got it, because no one wants to say it. I don't know yeah. what you're saying, ever, yeah, but yeah. a point of the class is also to teach us to say that when we're missing, mm-hmm. when we're confused but eventually it boiled and then by the fifth or sixth person one of the girls was like we got really heated during one of them yeah. and she was literally like and i don't understand what you're doing with this over like why are you explaining and like and he was like she said that's him yeah and he was like no they did the thing i think it was clear and she was like i don't fucking know what you're talking <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun that's but so funny. but then we had to do what they did. Yeah. And they like, go in the hall. And everyone wanted to go. And I did the same thing I did the other time where I had to go last because everyone's like, I'm going next. I'm going next. Yeah. I'm going next. I'm going next. And I was being too fucking polite because I just fucking ram rolled over everyone yeah. during the being a casting director. Yeah. Um, there was literally one time where he cut our time in half halfway through. It was like, it happens. Sometimes the boss calls you and says you need less time. Yeah. So the last person, we got to our four minutes we had. Mm-hmm. And then... Teacher was like, "Is that everything you guys need?" And I was like, "Actually, can I get one more?" And everyone's like, "Nick, what are you doing? We only have four minutes." And I'm thinking, "He's like, guys, it's a fucking exercise. He's not gonna fucking fail us. It's not because I go over four minutes. I think I need something else, and I'm gonna get the other thing. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying ahead." But they were all like, "I got yeah. all like awkward about yeah, it." Yeah. And, and one girl was like, literally like, <laughs> she literally like made that noise. Yeah. And I was like, "Shut up!" And I explained to the girl what I wanted, and then I got a great performance out of the last yeah. one. But because I was like that, I was super timid about going the next time. And then, I, so I got super nervous about oh, it because I no. went last. Yeah. And then when I got up there, I forgot how to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the the copy was like, yeah, I worry. Thank God I got a Bank of America MasterCard that has fraudulent charges, guaranteed. And I was like... Yeah, I worry. Fraudulent charges guaranteed. Well, no, like it covers them. I don't remember. Fucking... We guarantee fraudulent charges. I guarantee you will be. You're right. You will be stolen with this Bank of America card. I don't know. I just fucking bombed it. Yeah, I'm really upset about it. That's what you said instead. You're like, I, we guarantee fraudulent charges. I, I, I flubbed. I flubbed like half the lines yeah. every time. Oh man, that sucks. And they're like a slower and yeah. you know more conversational. I was like, great. Then it again, it's like slower still, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to walk away and take a breath, but I can't walk away and take a breath because I'm at the podium and I'm here and there's all my classmates in front of me and I can't go, I can't, and then, um, but then they randomly gave us something and that was, it's like, oh, also read this that I've never read before. 
Um, and I did that better because nice. I was, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. More about that. Yeah. That was my. That's story. crazy. Yeah. Super interesting. So interesting. How you because I've been doing really well, and this one I totally choked. Yeah. <laughs> I totally choked. Uh, Nick, you gave me Captain Fantastic this week. What's that? It's a movie hmm. with uh, Viggo Mortensen. Is that his name? Hmm. Of uh, Lord of the Rings fame. Mm, I've never seen it. I told it's... you I've never watched this movie. Oh my god. Is it good? Was it good? Did you like it? I hated it so much. <laughs> it's trash, Phil. Uh, you gonna ask me why I gave it to you? Yeah, why'd you give it to me? Okay, so I saw this movie two years ago when it came out in theaters. Yeah. Oh, with a friend of mine, Shannon. And I remember watching it. And you just give me a look like, who the fuck is Shannon? Yeah, I was literally just like, Who's You Shannon? have a friend named Shannon? You're yeah, she came to our party. With her boyfriend, Zach. Yes, I remember her now. She's yeah. very nice. Yeah, she's very sweet. And uh, it was cool because she actually took me to a free screening because she's a part of the Screen Actors Guild. So they have screenings for all the Oscar movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it was interesting because everyone there was like industry, not industry, like industry people. Like they yeah. work in editing or they work in something or whatever. So when I saw this movie, uh, first I was blown aback by how good everyone is. Like... Viggo Mortensen, I've only seen him in Lord of the Rings, and he's completely adequate in that. It's not that he's bad, but the movie is not about him. I ever, I would never felt like it was about him. Like yeah. it was always about the world. Yeah, you know. So I, I never single out somebody in Lord of the Rings as their performance being like spectacular, because it's about the world, you know, and it's fantasy, and you kind of ham it up, and it's, it's not anything. So I never thought much Except of him. Except for fucking Gandalf killed it. <sighs> killed the game. I guess, but even that, like, it's you know. You don't talk about Ian McKellen killed the Lord of the Rings. It's like he's he's Gandalf, he's Aragorn, he's Frodo. Like you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know. Um, so first I'm like, oh wow, this guy's good acting. Weird. And then mm-hmm. it's the family dynamic of all these kids being good actors. I was like, wow, cool. But for me, I think here, here's the thing about me. Like I didn't have, like I had enough growing up. But the thing that I didn't have enough of was like love and attention, and like that's all these kids have mm-hmm. like everything like what like if even it's easy to disagree with the viewpoints of this movie very easy because they're very extreme but the i would argue that the movie itself disagrees with the <laughs> viewpoints of the movie in a way i'm super interested to hear what the hell that yeah. means because that barely made sense but for me the thing that's super clear is the love that this family has yeah and the attention that they give to each other and just from the small moments of them always helping each other up for this or that, always hand in hand for this and that, always like, like insular thinking, like almost even like even when one or two is upset or disagrees, you can still feel like the family aspect. And yeah. I'm just such a sucker for clear when when the line between like friend and family is like blurred and like it, it, it's it's it feels warm and yeah. blah 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 because I don't have any of that. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I'm always like, oh man, look, family, nice, um, you know, same same reason like why the first ten minutes of Coco, when you see like him and his whole family, is like so heartwarming. Like I, f- I find the same thing in this movie. Yeah, and that's why I gave it to you. Nice, because while we have different upbringings, mm-hmm. the looking for warmness from a family uh, is something that I think you kind of crave too because yeah. you kind of had a smaller family your sister was very old uh, you kind of had to raise your brother mm-hmm. you know your mother was always working you know it's it, there's yeah. lots of there's lots of things You're like you didn't yeah. grow up with a dad like me it's you know mm-hmm. so 
it's why I wanted you to watch it. And it's something I've wanted you to watch for a while. Yeah. You know, I just haven't given it to you yet. And now I did. And that's why I gave it to you. Boom. Kill Perfect. Kill Killing it. the podcast game. Oh, man. You know what? We, I think we stopped out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, think we're done. I think I just won podcasting. Yeah, I think we... That, yeah. And the award for best podcast goes to now. Try this. I mean, they totally have awards for podcasts. They do, and we didn't get one. But fucking try this now. They got one. Fucking son of <sighs> bitches. Hey, and you know what was even nominated? I think they're trash. Huh? This now try. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking trash. They got nominated. They're so progressive, though. Letting cavemen do a podcast, that's... <laughs> <laughs> You're so proud of that joke. You're just racist. You, like, even look down at your nails like, yeah. No, my nail's bothering me. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, hilarious. That was as funny as I'm going to get. I'll go home now. <laughs> okay, so... The movie starts off with... Uh, Tell me how this movie starts off. The family... Well, it starts off with the shot of a deer in the wild. And I was like, okay, uh, what the fuck is going to happen? What is this movie about? As I was rewatching this movie, because this is like the third time I saw it. I saw yeah. it in theaters, I saw it again at home, and this is the third time. Yeah. Uh, I was As that was happening, I was like, oh, Marcus might hate this. As it did this long, like, masturbatory shot of all the woods. Yeah. And then they're just like, look at the deer. Nature. But then as soon as the shot, the camera turned yeah. to the brother covered in he's mud. Just, there's and just then, a random dude. And then just he just, and then the dare locks eyes with him and then forest. he closes his eyes to like wait. I yeah. was like, oh, long he's going to like this. And then, and then he goes and just fucking murders the deer. Straight up. Straight up with a knife. Like that's so bad. And it was so intimate that yes. you called it murder. Yeah. He's, he's just hunting the deer. No, he murdered the deer, Nick. You don't know how this deer hunting well, works. It, you, well, you said that because it was super intimate, right? Yeah. Like, he's covered in mud. He, of like, course, yeah. it sneaks up on it. Yeah, and he, like, holds it and slits its throat. Like, it's Ooh, it's yeah. intense. Yeah. Um, they, they show the blood. They show everything. Like, it's it's intense. And so, if you wanted to make a point, like, they fucking made a point. Like, immediately. Well, and then it immediately after he kills him, a movie. his father walks out also covered in mud. And yeah. And then... His five brothers and sisters also then, come then out. Then they cut out the heart of the deer and they eat it. Well, or he takes no. a bite of it. Vigo, uh, Mr. Captain Fantastic, cuts out the heart and feeds it to Bo, <coughs> who just killed it. The eldest son who yeah. just turned eighteen, as a passage of him becoming a man, and gives a little speech like, "You are a man now." Yeah. And um, yeah, and so it's like a, a ritualistic thing, and then they go back, and then they, they show never the rest e- of their like, explained. Yeah, they never explain it, but they don't need to. Yeah, you get it's it. It's clear, yeah. It's pretty clear, He's yeah. Oh, so they're these kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, these are weird, foresty people. Yeah, well, because immediately yeah. after that, right, they go and start taking care of their garden. Yeah, they, they, they start show, doing the, the they chores. They get water the from a water basin that collects rain. Yeah, they, yeah. you know, live in a cabin in a tent. Yeah. They, you know. And then the little one is like a freaking, the knife is missing. They're trying to like bone the deer or whatever, and then they go and. She's looking for the knife, and they find a little girl, like, dissecting a rat. Zash. And I was like, oh, great, she's a sociopath. She's gonna fucking <laughs> murder everyone. Right. But you don't think so, right? Because it's... Eh, I don't know. She's, like, very intelligent and <laughs> harming animals. But it was, like, for knowledge purposes. Yeah, like, she was, she was studying curious. it, and she was, like, honoring it, and, like, this is, like, what they do. They use, and they use the animals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it was, it, it was off-putting, and I think that was kind of the point, point of yeah. the whole thing. So, I, I, I enjoyed it. Weird that you say that, because I understand that it would be off-putting, but I'm not off-put by it, yeah. because 
for me, it's like they're letting me into this intimate world. Yeah. And like, I didn't feel the judgment. Like, because it was like, got it. This is their lives. Love it. Got it. Okay. To it. No, yeah. I feel like the whole, but the, you, the reason you start a movie with like a guy slitting a deer's throat is to be like, this is who they are. This is what's happening. This is what's going on. Not, and then like, you're supposed to know that society is this way. They're this way. Whether or not you're putting your own personal things. Like, I didn't mind it that they were doing this. I it's weird it was because cool. I didn't think that until the scene where they started driving in town and, like, where uh, shops of, like, Kmart and shit. When I saw that, it. I was like, cool. Badass. Yeah, no, I thought it was... They got it right. I thought it was cool, too, but I knew that it was weird because I know that this is not normal. <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't get there until they uh, okay. left. Which is, which is weird. Because yeah. I... I'm super. It's honestly a little bit of a flaw when I watch movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's come up in the podcast. Like I'm super like accepting of the world. <laughs> that set up. Like I don't question it sometimes. Like to a yeah. fault. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, this is this world got it. This is family got it. Yeah. Not like, oh wow, they live in the real world and they live like this. Interesting. I'm yeah. like, oh no, this is the world got it. <laughs> um, but uh, but right away, let's fucking talk about these kids because they're ranging from Bo, who's 18, to um. Zaj, I think, is the youngest, and she's eight, yeah. I think they say. Um, I thought, you know, it's funny, because I immediately was like, man, I was, I had the lens of not liking most people who are homeschooled, and so it kind of reminded me oh, of, like, yeah. those weirdo, like, kids that end up being homeschooled, and then they're, like, end up being really fucking weird adults, because they've been sheltered their whole lives. Yeah. And I was like, these are going to be a bunch of fucking weirdos. Can't wait for them to interact with normal people. Um, Again, I didn't <laughs> fucking see that, because I saw them interact with each other, I'm like, oh, I want to meet this family, they're so cool. I was immediately like, oh, when they get to society, I'm so pumped for this. Interesting. Because it's like, that's the whole point of the movie, right? They're so sweet to each other. Yeah, they're so nice, of course, but they're going to be some kind of level of social awkwardness that's going to be entertaining. Um, that's you reflecting. I didn't see that. <laughs> I mean, it literally happens a half an hour later, so yeah, exactly. you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's what I was nah. thinking when I first saw them. I was, I like, was like, how sweet. I also was kind of like, oh man, like that sucks, because there's so many awkward things that you go through, and you can, you're allowed to go through them because you have, like, a school, right? Like, school is a big majority of your day as a kid, mm. and it's, like, your job, and so it takes up a huge portion of your day, and then you're hanging out with friends, you're being influenced by teachers, and it's kind of, like, what makes you the who you are. I guess. I just also am scared to say that they're homeschooled, because they're, right, they're, like, they're not. Like well, it's not... yeah, they're smart. They're super intelligent for sure, but yeah. that's not what they're missing from not going to school. They're missing the social interaction. No, no, no. But I'm not talking about that. I'm yeah. talking about calling it homeschooling. You know, because it's while they are learning at home, it's not homeschooling. Like this is like this is anarchistic, 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 something like that. Yeah. Got it. It's an anarchy view of the world, the yeah. way they're living and the way they're learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also, people don't... Well, I guess people homeschool for different reasons. But sometimes it's because they're like, the schools can't teach my kids well enough. You know what I mean? No, but that's that's not what they're, that's happening there. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's homeschooling. What they're doing is they're like, society's dumb. Like, all of it. All of society. So we're... Yeah, yeah. No, it's, you know? it's homeschooling to the... A million times removed. I don't think it's yeah. even homeschooling. Like, that's, that's what fair. I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I think it's a different category. They're like, 
it this doesn't exist. They're like this creating a real. society. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like creating a society that's not the one that that we live in. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they have they have bought some land. Mm-hmm. They live in that woods, and they don't need anybody else. Okay, you know I won't I mean? call it homeschooling, but the my point that I was trying to make is that when you, in real life. When you homeschool, when you remove kids from social interactions with other kids, you end up being a little off. And they're a million times more. That's like to the highest degree they're removed from the world. And so they don't get to experience like all of those things that you would have experienced in school. Like making a best friend or like your first crush. Like I'm I'm sure no incest has happened because this is not that kind of movie. But like – Sure, sure. It yeah. is like a little no, weird. No, I understand what you know you're what saying, I mean? but also you're missing out. Those things are still happening to you, uh, but you're it's you're only your brothers and sisters are around. Right. Again, so though, I'm I still don't think that's quite right because like their what that's their what interactions I was just thinking in the movie. It's not what happened. It's not what the movie's trying to do. That's just what I was thinking while watching this beginning part. Sure. So like. That's not the movie. The movie did not hint at that. The movie does not say that at all. It does not give you that vibe. What vibe? But just that, that like, they're super, like, weirdos. They're, like, they, loving no, no, and caring. And I mean, let me, let me say the point yeah, yeah. that I'm, I'm trying to make. Because I'm not arguing that they're weirdos, because they are. Yeah. Like, that's that's the point. What I'm saying is, like, I, don't, I don't think... I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I think it's happening for a different reason. So they are super weird, and stuff, yeah. But I don't think it's because of um, because of homeschooling. I think it's because because they have like their skew of the world is different because they're so um, like what's the word? Like everything's idealized to them, right? Mm-hmm. Like right and wrong yeah. are so black and white. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're like they've lived their life in such a way that's like against the norm, against the grain, against society. That every time they meet somebody that's normal, quote unquote normal, like yeah. average, you know, in America, you know, everything just seems wrong, you know. But like they're never wrong, you know, because it's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, they're they're super intelligent and they know the world. That but the, all the world. The only world they know is, like, in books. So if it doesn't happen in a book, if, it, if it's not something that they've studied, they don't know it. And that's the social part that you're missing from being part of society, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And But I don't – again, I don't, we, I don't think that's why they're weird. I think they're weird because their view of the world is different. I don't think it has to do with the learning. I don't think it has to do with, like, being book smart. I don't think it's having to know what quantum entanglement is. And learning that at a young yeah, age. Yeah, no, that doesn't. Make, I think it's. I think it's like that doesn't make them weird. I, I think, I'm just saying that they're literally all I'm saying is that they're weird because they're ref, removed from society. That's it. And you're saying it's not the case. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I think you're saying that it has to do with their intellect and the way they've learned. No, I'm just saying that they're removed from society, so they're weird because they're not in society. Wow. Oh, okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Great. So you see the way that they're living their lives, and that's, then what happens? That's all I'm saying. Uh, I don't remember anymore. Um, you see the way they're living their lives, and then Viggo Mortensen leaves with his fa- leaves with the oldest son to go into town. Was it just the two of them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Bo, and to check in on um, uh, just check in the wife. mail. 
Oh, well, he says they're going to go check. Because they, they're like, when's mom coming back? The kids. Yeah. Before they get on the bus. Oh, and then he's the like, kids I'm are like, when's mom right coming back? And he goes to check on them. Yeah. And he, by checking, he means driving into town and yeah. calling the family. Well, and then you find out the mom was in an insane asylum. Yes. And she was in a psychiatric ward. She was in a... Something, yeah. They don't really say in the movie. Yeah. They just say she was somewhere. A hospital or something. Yeah. But that's that's also because you find out later that, like... I don't know. It, I guess they're being very touchy with it, you know. Um, but eventually she slits her wrist and... Uh, well, eventually it happened, like, yesterday. Yes. Before he so they find Yeah, so he finds out that before, his wife slits but before his we wrist. But before we get there, uh, I want to talk about how they got to... Because it kind of goes into what we were just talking about. As soon as they show up in town, the first thing they do is, like, get gas. And they're... First of all, they have a bus. They yeah. don't have a car. They have, like, a giant bus that's, like, with blacked-out windows that's turned into, like, an RV. Yeah. That they call Steve. <laughs> um, but when um, Kayla Fantastic and Bo are walking in, these three girls, like, meet Bo at the door and, like, hi! And then he, like, kind of looks down and, like, doesn't know what to say. And they're, like... You coming in? And he also still doesn't know what to say. And then they walk away and he's like, okay, I guess not. And they walk away and then the dad's like, go talk to him. We got time. And he's like, he doesn't say anything. And then they go about their day. And that's the first time you see them interact with somebody else. Or not interact with someone else. Which I think is super weird because here's the, the strangest thing for me about that moment is because he clearly hasn't really talk to girls if at all yeah he doesn't know what to say to people um but like the dad so like he's like not weird about it yeah he's like yeah go talk to him yeah yeah like what'd you make of that moment like right i thought i thought that i needed that moment to prove that this wasn't a cult thing and it wasn't like a weirdo thing so that movie valid that moment validates that this is okay, and that oh, he's not like abusing like, yeah, the yeah, kids yeah, and don't kidnapping talk to them. them. Yeah, because they could have easily been like, "No, you're not allowed to talk." To them. You, you're, you're outside you, of you're, society. Your vision, of, uh, you. I should have made you watch a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is so. It's this. Is so, <laughs> it's like like now that you've seen it, you so it's, you know it's so not that. Oh like, yeah, of course. Even yeah, at yeah, all, for you to like come but into the I'm first twenty minutes it. to with that way is like. What, what, I needed that like, moment to oh prove that goodness. like this was okay and not child abuse, right? And not like kidnapping them and like I think this these is aren't the, like strange kids that he found in the listen, street. Listen, I think this is the, I think this like, is the <laughs> first moment where I'm like, not telling you anything was a mistake because it almost ruins the first twenty minutes of the movie. Because then you're like, oh, and now you're watching the movie. Yeah. Instead of being like, what is it called? Yeah. <laughs> like they have sex with each other. Like who's, yeah, like who's that's what I was who? literally the whole thing. I was like, oh man, these kids are gonna have sex with each other. It's gonna be a weird movie. Like I don't know what's gonna happen. Oh my god, and it's like a super heartwarming. Like those sisters gonna fall in love with movie. the brothers. Like I just weird. explained that this movie's just about family. Yeah, and it's so wholesome. And you're like, yeah, for the first twenty minutes, I was like, Colt, 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 Colt. And then, oh, it's not a call. I guess I could start watching the movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's my mistake. Fuck. That's not your mistake. It's just my my skewed. I'm always suspicious when I watch anything or, or interact with people. I know. I should have told you not to be suspicious. Yeah, I'm so always. Could have enjoyed. That's it always more. my first thing. I'm suspicious. Yeah. 
that something's off, and well, then I try also, to find the thing, and then I, I know. I'm but okay. going into this movie, it's not that kind of movie. No, like, it's not. But but also, I knew that, and you didn't like yeah. because of trailers. Like yeah. because I knew what I was going to like. You go to watch a movie, you kind of know what it's you about. See, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you see and, a million trailers. So, and you're like, I don't know what this movie is. Yeah, I know Viggo Mortensen's kind of weird, so it could be anything. <laughs> exactly. He, he he can be in a family drama, and he could be in a horror movie. Like he's that kind yeah, of actor. Yeah, like, he, for real. he picks his things weird. It could have easily random. been a horror movie. Like take take it to the next level. You just add one. A you just add one. <laughs> in the soundtrack, like you don't even have to change anything else. Just add a couple. Yeah. While the deer is dying, you can edit shit. the first like twenty minutes of the movie and make it into a horror movie. Like, no, you don't. That's what I'm saying. You don't yeah, have to yeah, edit. Exactly. You just add that boo. <laughs> add boo boo. The boo. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, no. That moment, I was like, my okay, fault. cool. I my knew. Fault. I know. I know now time. that he's not. Like, I know that there's like weirdness to this, and I'm sure not. No one's gonna be okay with it. But he has the best intentions. Oh man. Which are which is important. <laughs> intentions everything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and then they go back, and he tells the family that uh, their mom died, right? No, he, like, does he tell them, or does he make them do shit before? He tells them. He tells them, okay. He tells them. Yeah. He makes them do stuff right after. Yeah, yeah, them. that's what it was. Yeah. Super interesting way he talks to them. He talks, he never talks down to them. No. Which is so interesting. It's basically the crux of the whole movie. It's like yeah. their society that they're creating. The reason they're so smart. The reason they're reading about quantum entanglement at like twelve years old. The reason they're like, you know, all alone and kind of have weird social skills. I think is all from this. This was the point I was trying to make earlier. Yeah. It's all because of the way he talks to them. He doesn't treat them like children, ever. Yeah. So they're barely children, like the eight-year-old. She has moments where, or no, is the youngest one, wait, who's the youngest? Is Zaj or Nay the youngest? Don't question yourself. The youngest one. No, but it might be Charlie. It might be Nay. Nine. Whatever. When the youngest one is, like, having moments of, like, being young and not knowing what sex is and, like, having these moments, it's still very much there, but they're still talking and being talked to like an adult. Yeah. And it's super interesting. Because in this moment, he's just like, your mother's dead. She slit her wrists. She's gone. He doesn't say she's gone. That's too much of a... Yeah, even yeah. saying she's gone is too much of like of a yeah. parable for him to say. Yeah, no, he just... Like he said, he said another fact. He, yeah. Gives him the facts yeah. and then that's But it. also them... not without emotion. Like he's standing there crying. Yeah. He lets them cry. Yeah. Like he's not saying, don't feel. Yeah, yeah. But he's just talking... Because he doesn't say... She's she's in a better place. She's yeah. finally at peace. She's yeah. gone. She's so not funny, with us immediately anymore. I had thought that oh, I was like maybe he's not gonna tell them or maybe he's gonna wait for the right yeah. moment or whatever. Nope, he just goes in. He's like, your mom's dead. Yeah, but also like lets him feel it and cries yeah, well, it, too. And, the reason we're saying that is because yeah. we also it sounds cold when you say it. Yeah, yeah. like it sounds cold. It does, like, yeah, he sure. just told the matter of factly, but in the moment. Even though it's so matter of fact, like yeah. the love is there. Like he, it's a matter of fact because he loves them and trusts them and believes that they can yeah. handle it. And also, there's a lot of like fakeness around death. You know, like people oh, yeah. like, feeling like you need to All be protected, and yeah. then also like other people who like didn't even know the person, like fucking being there too and being like, "I'm so sorry for," you. and you're like, "Fuck you!" Like you yeah. don't fucking know anybody. Like you yeah. know nothing. Who are you? I've never met you in my life. Why are you here? Yeah. Why are you at the funeral? What the fuck? Yeah, no, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. 
And so super interesting. Yeah, the fact I mean like fast forward but like when they're at the funeral and it's a full room, I was shocked because I just was like why are there so she's many living people? in the wilderness. She's living in the wilderness. This is obviously all the society. all the family friends. Who the, the fuck are these guys? Friends of the dad. Exactly, mom. yeah. Even and even the priest was like I didn't have the pleasure of knowing Leslie, but here are a few of her favorite things. Yeah. Her mom and dad, her kids, her mom and dad's dogs. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I was like, what is this? Yeah. And, and at that moment, even the kids look at each other like... And then the priest said... What did the priest say? The priest said she loved long walks by moonlight. And the kids look at each other like, what is he talking about? Yeah. And they looked at the dad and he's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I didn't tell him to say that. <laughs> um, but going back. So yeah. they found out about the mom. Tells him. They all react like a child would um, with sadness. And one with anger, yeah. which is also a legitimate feeling to have at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really interesting moment. It was Rel, Relian, yeah. um, the middle son. Middle son? Almost middle son. There's six <laughs> an even number. But, he is the middle kid. Yeah. Middle son, yeah. He, he acts like the in middle ter- son. In terms of the three sons, he's the middle one. Oh my God, so you're not blew wrong. my fucking <laughs> um, and he like picks up a knife and like goes up to Vigo and you think he's like wait is he gonna stab him and then like goes to a bookcase and starts stabbing in he's like yeah. so mad you know I love that reaction for that kid that kid did it really yeah. well yeah he moment, did you know well yeah cause you didn't know if he was gonna stab Vigo yeah. and like but that also moment was like but also the dad reacted like if he, he also reacted like in a way if... it's like son if you need to kill me to deal with this that's okay because he's so weird. Like, I got that. I got that from watching him. Like, he didn't really? move. He didn't flinch. You didn't? I felt like he was ready. Like, in the in the not moving and the not flinching, I felt like he was ready to take down his son. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. His I, calmness was like, I can I can take you. But also, like... I thought his I, calm was saying, like, if you need to take me, son, <laughs> I will die for your feelings. It's so interesting. Yeah. Uh, interesting moment, though. Either yeah. Way. No, it was, it was a great moment. I, um, I thought that... It, like the kid acted so well and then but also that was another moment that i was like are these kids being kidnapped <laughs> like i went back again oh my god <laughs> and i was like yeah attack your captor get out of there be free <laughs> Jesus Christ. so then they find out where the funeral is and the father-in-law says if you come here i'm gonna arrest you yeah and then it's like oh obviously the family hates ben that's the same ben and hates the way they fam- their family lives. Yeah. You know? uh, so then the dad says, we're not going. And all the kids are like, we have to go. And he's like, we're not going. We can't go. Yeah. You know, it's not worth it. Um, and then they go about their day. They go about their training, that he, yeah. ca- he calls it. Where they train, where they learn self-defense. They learn to attack. Mm-hmm. They learn to hunt. They learn to s- the philosophy. They learn how to. And then it shows them climbing a rock face. Yeah. Like free climbing a fucking that well before that even like they go to bed after they talk about the mom's death and then the kids wake up the dad when normally he wakes them up for like missions oh right right. and they're all dressed and they're like like, we're going ready to go to the funeral and And he's he's, like nope he's like no we're not training in five minutes and then they get upset then they go train um they climb a giant rock face and then it starts to rain that rock face was that was scary high that was scary. I got like this is the moment where you're like oh. vertigo just watching it. Like I was oh, just like oh maybe, shit. Maybe he's not making the right decision. Yeah. Because this is fucking high, and that girl's eight. Yes. <laughs> Those children are small. Yeah, I know. But also at the same moment when Rel like slipped and like almost broke his wrist. Yeah. And like, and the dad was like, 
to his own help you, you got to climb up yourself. He obviously would have win to help him if he like started to fall fall. Yeah. But like he knew he could do it. But yeah. still super harsh. But my favorite moment was the youngest kid saying, "You better do it because if you fall, you're gonna die." And from yeah. blunt force trauma to yeah. the, or your kid, your intestines are gonna explode from the gastric blah blah oh blah blah God. blah. And we're like scientifically explaining the ways he would die if he fell. Yeah, yeah. But also, this moment I was just like, "Fuck Viggo Mortensen so much," because I haven't watched the movie, so I didn't know that he was the type of person who would have gone to help his son. You know what I mean? Well, I think the moment's supposed to... You're supposed to question it. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I am. Like, he's teaching them... I'm there with the movie at this Is he point. teaching them to survive... Yeah. Is he teaching them how to survive... Because he... Harshly? Or because he loves them? You know? Like, like mm-hmm. there's this weird thing... Like, did you see I, Tanya? Yeah. It's this weird thing where there is an argument to be had that people are abusing their kids for, like them to be better mm-hmm. but god like when you see it it's like no yeah you're being a dick <laughs> like that's wrong yeah and this moment's supposed to be like oh shit up until now you're like he's doing everything for him but like what a dicky thing to do like yeah. don't you just like pick up your son and say are you okay yeah i mean how do you not but how do you not same... see your how do you see your child in pain and go tough it up i don't know i just couldn't you know what i mean yeah uh but so... but at the same time like their whole way of life is so different. It also makes me question, like, maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe, like, they they got a whole weird perception of, like, reality here. Yeah. And, like, maybe this is the right thing to do. Like, what are they preparing for? I don't fucking know. Like, Yeah, and so I, I also didn't know if they were, like, living this life because yeah. they chose to. Are they, like, apocalypse fucking... They do. They yeah. think the apocalypse is coming and so they have yeah. to no, survive just, in the world. Anar- they're just anarchists. Yeah. They just don't, like, yeah. They're, they're going against anarchists. society. Yeah. So I get it. Um, but at this point I definitely wasn't, it's I wasn't a, for him. And I was also like, on this it, kid's side. It's an interesting like, moment. Like, I don't know what the moment is supposed to do, right? I think it's supposed to, so, um. Well, I think the moment, I think you said earlier, I think the moment was supposed to sh- make you question it. And yeah. that's it. Well, Matt Ross is the director and yeah. he, he said that the reason he wrote this film was because, uh, he realized while parenting. Like, he was questioning all his choices, right? Yeah. Like, questioning the validity of the things he was teaching his children, yeah. right? And I think this moment was supposed to illustrate, like, Captain Fantastic made a choice, right? Yeah. He made a, sh- a choice to live this life and to teach his children this mm-hmm. way because he thought it was right. Yeah. Here's a moment where stakes got high. Yeah. But he still chose that same technique. Yeah. But I think some of it is supposed to make you feel for the kid and make you question whether Viggo Morrison's abusing his kids and all that. Yeah. And I also think the moment's there to show the conviction of Ben in the way he's teaching them yeah. how to live the world. But also, choice is interesting uh, word to use because... The kids don't have one? Yeah. And when you, as a parent... But that's not within just this case. That's a Matt Ross maybe saying that as a parent... You're making choices and forcing your kids to live by your choices. Totally a theme of this movie. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's that's the point of the whole thing. Yeah. Like, but like if you but if you don't make a choice, you're also doing a disservice to your children. Yeah, right? you have to. Like, the, parenting it, is making a choice. Yeah. If you don't make a choice, you're not a parent. Like, yeah. you're choosing even in your dis, even in your inaction, you're choosing some a choice. You're doing something that's going to impact your kids forever. Sure. So. Interesting. So it's like, 
it's interesting. It's like cool, kind of, to see that that aspect brought about in that yeah. question of in, like in a high choice. stakes moment. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah, yeah, but, but also super simple. Yeah, so. yeah, and it's the first time that you see that you go, yeah. oh fuck, he's making the choice. Yeah, Viggo Mortensen, Ben is in control. Yeah, and so he's forcing these kids into this life, whether or not they know yeah. they want it or not. You yeah. know what I mean? Because they and don't from, know anything else. And then from his viewpoint, it's not even. That's not even what's happening because it's of course, like no. He, in like, his viewpoint, he's protecting them from the world. Well, also it's because of the way. Like later, also with Rel, they are selling. <laughs> They're celebrating Noam Chomsky Day, yeah. which is an anarchist philosopher that's still alive, um, and that's that's they're celebrating. And then Rel freaks out and is like, "Why are we so weird? Why can't we just celebrate Christmas?" Yeah. And Viggo Mortensen isn't like, "This is the way we live our life." Yeah. He does the thing that you're supposed to and says, "Well, we, let's talk about it. If you yeah. uh, Christmas is a pagan ritual, bubble, 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 blah, yeah, blah, yeah. and like." Just an anarchist view of like what Christmas is, mm-hmm. um, but if you think there's validity in it, we can talk about it. And, he's, and then he kind of like, is uh, like, he's like, no, you don't have to stop talking. And like, if you have a viewpoint, we're, we'll all listen. Yeah. As there, he, yes, he's the leader. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's the alpha. Yes, he's made this choice, but he also the way because he treats them like adults, he also treats it almost like a collective. You yeah. know, like if like other than the first. Other than having to do with his dead wife, mm-hmm. which is fair that he reacts yeah. like, no, yeah, we're yeah. not going. Or like, I need to go to the funeral. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, Besides yeah. those choices, everything else, he always like, it's an odd, weird talking about it like a collective. Like if yeah. all the, ch- like the children, when they decide to break out relic later in the movie, like it's all their decision. Yeah. Like I'm sure like when he said, all right, we're right, climbing a rock face now. And Rel was like, I don't want to. And he's like, he would ask why. He wouldn't say no. He'd yeah. ask why. And if he had a legitimate reason, he would have said, okay, let's do something else then for your training. You know? And or he, or would he have left him there? What? Or do you think he would have just left the kid on the bottom <laughs> alone? Like, if the if one of the kids refused, right? Yeah, but they're all super, like, he's not going to die from not climbing the rock. Like, he's just going to go home. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But the yeah. whole point of climbing, yeah. But in that instance, the point of climbing the rock was to get to the bus, right? No. No? Oh, I must have missed something. No, that was just training. They were just oh, climbing okay. the rock. And they then were they learning were, how to climb. they went on the bus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think they took the bus to the rock face. Oh. And then they, instead of going home after the rock face, they just went oh, to the funeral. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Because he rode the bus at the beginning of the movie to get to town. Okay. The bus yeah. is totally right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I thought he like parked the bus on top of the rock face, went down, made the kids climb to the bus and then they left that could be the case but he could have just went up the way they came down then yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah so um but no it's it's interesting because i was thinking about it too like that moment the noam chomsky day moment it felt like yeah you're like i think you were supposed to take it the way that you took it and say that like oh, okay he's giving these kids a fair chance to make their points and that's a nice that's a nice thing for him to do but also, if all the kids know is what the dad tells them, and one kid has a different opinion, then all the other kids are gonna kind of agree with the dad because, or agree with that worldview because that's all that they were taught. And so they were all taught this one thing, only know this one thing. This kid has a different opinion, and so it was like a losing battle for him. I 
here's my argument against that. I think if you would have argued... You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. But the point, but the point I'm going to make is that happens to every family always ever. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. like, I think it's a moot point. Because, yeah, the other kids agree with them, but the same thing happens if it's a religious family. Same thing happens if it's yeah. a conservative family or a liberal family you know like yeah yeah it's just if you going you going against the grain is always just going against but that just made me feel bad for the kid more than anything yeah Yeah, because i was just like oh i get it yeah here's also (laughs) everyone has one point of view you have different point of view and they're like well tell me why and you're like because it's obvious get out of here (laughs) no here here's what i i think you're wrong and this is why i think you're wrong because i saw in that moment that he realized his argument he realized his argument was invalid like he wanted to be he wanted to celebrate Christmas to be like everyone else. Well, no. And Vigo Mortensen, I think, said, "All right, well, we can celebrate Christmas if you give me a good reason." And then I think he realized there's not a good reason, and it's a dumb holiday because he, maybe, wh- while sure. he is the red, he is yeah. the black sheep of the family. Yeah, he still agrees with them for a lot of the stuff. No, I know, but here's I, here's why I don't think I'm wrong. Uh, sure, because it's an opinion, <laughs> but also because there was an emotion. I think the point of that scene. This I can can be wrong about, but I thought the point of the scene was also to show that there's a there's not an emotional thing, right? Like you celebrate Christmas because you just because society tells you to, right? Oh sure. Yeah. Um, but also he wanted to celebrate Christmas because he just wanted it, and there's certain validity to emotions that I don't think that he was allowing room for. Like he didn't. Like, sometimes I feel like, sometimes you just want to do something, right? Like, you don't need a reason. I think you're wrong. Yeah. Because I think there's always a reason. Whether you admit it to yourself, whether you're aware of the reason. Yeah. I don't think anything ever happens without a reason. So you but think But I he... think his reason is because he wanted to be like everyone else. Yeah. That's the reason. And that's, and I think he should have said that. I think he did. I think he did. But also, I think that's a, like, I, I, but then, I, but then and... Viggo Mortensen was saying that, like, well, the that's argument... not enough of a reason. Which is right. That's like, right. That he just wanted to do something, so he no, can't just no, do it? No, 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 that's, no. That's what we're saying, though. Like, yeah. just wanting something is not a reason. But, yeah, yeah, the but... Because re- the actual reason is you want to be like everyone else. You don't want to be weird. Yeah. And Vigo Mortensen said that's not a good enough reason. Yeah. And the son, I think, realized that's right. But I if think I told the you... The whole point of the movie, in the end, it's like they realize that they're not entirely right. Like, there's some aspects... That they need to meet in the middle on. Yeah, but not about being like everyone else. But that's why else would you do that? If not to be like other people and to fit into society. Absolutely better. not. Well, no, that's <clears throat> fitting into society better and being like everyone else are two different things. Well, it's a scale. You're not going to be exactly like everyone else and give up everything. I think but they're going to be more well adjusted. O- no, 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 it's apples and oranges because there's there's one where there's you're going and being <clears throat> being a part of society. To understand society, and you can still be different, but to understand society, you have to be in it. Like, yeah. to understand people. But that's different than being like everyone else. But I think I think there was the kernel of that in I, that moment. Mm, I don't like, think so, I because... Think he, he was lo- he's longing for society, and he's longing to be like the people that he reads in books about. You know what I mean? And so... Here's... I'm going to say this one last point. And then we'll oh, of my yeah, well, sure. you can yeah. also have another point. Yeah. I don't have to have the last word. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but I, this, this is this is my final takeaway. Yeah, like we're we're almost on the same page, but we're veering just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the crux of it for me. The reason I I pull away from that moment, what I do, um, because these kids are so smart, and yeah. they all, and even though he's the black sheep and he thinks a little differently, he still I think agrees. I think 
the kernel of it is you shouldn't be like everyone else to be like everyone else. You should do what you think is right. And I think that, and I think that doing things like everyone else isn't a good reason. Like I, like to go with the grain is bad. It's bad for society. It's bad for you as a person. It's bad for Mm -hmm. a lot of things, but a lot of people do it. You know, I do it sometimes, you know, I wear like, I wear nice clothes because other people like them to be like everyone else. It happens. But the whole viewpoint they have, like, even though he thinks he's being weird and even though like Bo's like, I kind of want to just go to college and be like other people, you know, the crux of the way they all think has to do with not, is not doing things because people are doing it. It's looking at everything and making a choice, right? Like, it all has to yeah. do with choice. Yeah. And I, that's what I took away from it. Because I thought, because, again, like, even though he's different, I think he thinks like them, too. And I think when Viggo Morrison said that, he realized, like, fuck. He, that's why I think he looks so mad. Because he was like, fuck, I am wrong. I do, that isn't good enough uh, reason. So in the scene, you're saying that Viggo Morrison also yeah. kind of realized that he's a little wrong? No, I'm talking about the son is thinking that. Oh, the son thinks he's wrong. Yeah, he's oh, like, sorry, sorry. I'm totally wrong. That's not a good reason. The argument's invalid. It doesn't mean I don't want it. I, I want to be like other people, yeah. but that's not a good reason. Fuck. Yeah. Because that's why, you know. Yeah. You know. But also, I mean, I think the kid just didn't know how to express himself well enough to say that the whole thing is just about him wanting to fit into society a little, like, more and that there's benefits to it. Maybe. If he made that argument, maybe yeah. Viggo Mortensen would have been more open to it. Yeah, well, but I think he also... disagreed with that argument, you know? Yeah, but there's also that thing where, like, in the beginning, it's not until they interact with the outside world that Vigo kind of sees that, oh, this isn't the best way of doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's there's definitely, like, benefits to doing this, doing this thing, yeah. but there's a middle ground that we need to reach. Yeah. He was like, my kids, like... It's not until the grandfather like confronts him and the girl falls off the roof that he's like, "My kids." Well, it's not even until the girl falls off. Yeah, the roof, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But he's just like, "My kids are." I'm not protecting them. I'm not like like there's there's some like my child almost died because I told her to like climb a roof and like do this weird mission thing, yeah. and he's like, "There's a there's something flawed about what I'm doing." Sure. And there's also something that he wanted to hold on to because of his wife and because of everything. Like, they set this up together. And so he didn't want to let it go because it's what his wife wanted. Yeah. You know? Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see him go into society and then interact with the world around him. Yeah. And then realize that, fuck, I, I need to fix things a little bit <laughs> nice fun fact the director told the kids uh made the kids promise that they wouldn't eat sugar or junk food during filming of this movie oh wow yeah so probably like when they got to eat that cake it was more real and yeah you know, oh my so, god they do- they just know. like grabbed the cake by the fact what do you think about the kids stealing food interesting scene because i mean i kind of love it because yeah, it was yeah. fucking adorable yeah, it was yeah. because they were like fucking Mission Impossible team. <laughs> SEAL Team 6 all had like yeah. a different job. And even when they did it, the dad was like, all right, well, how could we have done that better? He's like, well, we only we all went out of one exit. That was obviously the wrong way to go. Yeah, yeah. None of us utilized the loading dock. It's like, And we also all went straight to the bus. We probably should have made pickup points. And, yeah. and like, I was like, what? What? What's this family? Yeah. But, like, I get why I'm supposed to feel a type of way about it. Mm-hmm. 
But honestly, like in my day to day to life, I wish I was more down with the ma- down with the man than yeah. I am, yeah. and I'm not. But I wish I was more. There's so I was like, yeah. There's a cuteness to everything. I I think overall with the movie in terms yeah. of the beginning parts, um, there's a cuteness to and like a wholesomeness to everything that they do. Yeah. But also for me, there's the underlying like. Society. darkness of it all you know what i what mean you, no i don't know what you mean. where it's just like oh it's oh they're gonna be like in the beginning i just like thought one thing i thought that like they were like gonna be cult they were like cultists and weird and incestuous and things like that and so i was just like oh fuck like something something's up with this movie but eventually now in hindsight, you now realize, in hindsight, like, it's like, I oh, that was all wrong. It was all <laughs> None wrong. Of that was there. It was, it was there, all about think, choice. It was all but it was, about. But there the was choice. a. I think. I think still after watching the movie, I still think there was a little bit of that, and the movie. But the movie knew it, and then acknowledged it, and then said, "Hey, this is like a slightly better way of instead of living like cultist uh, survivalists in the in the wilderness, live like farmers, maybe. <laughs> like that's those are like the two. You need to stop saying cult. The end. It's not a cult. <laughs> it feels like a cult. Like they're taking them away from society, from anybody oh who would teach them any differently. They're teaching them that their viewpoint is the right viewpoint. Everybody does that. I know, and everywhere is cults are everywhere, guys. Oh cults are everywhere. Oh <laughs> Everything's a cult, Jesus guys. Christ. Don't fucking don't drink the Kool Aid or the flavor aid. Oh my god! Growing up thinking that Spanish food is the best because it's fed to you and eating all the time, and it's told to you—that's the same thing. Yeah, you know, cool. it's just this is you know more extreme. It's yeah, more, but also that's what parenting is that's inherently. Yeah, it's so weird. Like it's just so weird because I think this movie like made me realize that like that just like you have no choice. I mean, I knew that, but like it just is so fucked up that we live in a world where you just have no choice until you're like eighteen. Like I knew that. But it's just, this movie was kind of, like, reminded me of it and triggered me a little bit. And I was like, god damn it. You are, you are your parents' captors until... Oh, my god. Until... <laughs> I feel so bad for you. I, it's not... You're not wrong. It's just... That it's, it's, not, it's just a shitty viewpoint. <laughs> I'm not wrong, but also, I'm also not right. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, it's not... You're right. That's there, and you're supposed yeah. to think it a little. But it's not supposed to be your main focus. Your main focus is supposed to be about family and choices yeah. and growing up. And yeah. <laughs> Man, let's, let's give ahead I can't a little, watch, guys. I can't watch family movies. I've, I've, it's been uh, determined that I'm not allowed to watch family movies because there's always an underlying something going on. Oh my god! So let's skip ahead a little to one of my favorite scenes. Even the Brady Bunch, I'm like, oh, sums up. <laughs> there is something up in the Brady Bunch. Don't you fucking lie. Those movies that like parodied it later, yeah, got it way closer than yeah. Uh, that was the truth. Fucking uh, sharing an attic curtain with yeah. your 18 year old stepsister. Fucking weird. Sums up. Oh my god. So let's skip ahead of my one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, because I want to talk about it. The scene where he's with his sister-in-law and her his brother-in-law on his way to the funeral, and the kids are there with their kids, mm-hmm. and they're basically like, "What you're doing is wrong." And he's like, "Well, I don't think so, but that's a valid yeah. argument." <laughs> yeah, he's like always like even yeah. keel about everything, and they're like, "Yeah, but you, you gotta give him this and that." And he's like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause you're supposed to." So at one point, he's like, "They." It was the morning after they already had a fight. And they're like, you have to put those kids in school. And he's like, yeah. why? 
He's like, to teach them how to be in school. To teach them, to learn them things. He's like, I teach them. He's like, no, but not enough. And he's like, okay. And he calls down her two children. And is like, what's the Bill of Rights? And one of them is like, I don't know, something about sales. Yeah. And the other one's like, ah, this government like gives you, like, tells yeah. you what you can do. And he's like, oh, it's very good. And, and the then whole calls... time, the whole time the mom is smiling. Like, she's like, yeah. She's my proud. My kids are going to fucking she's know. Fucking proud. And then the older kid says that, and she's like, yeah. Yeah. He's see, the smart one. See, he nailed it. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, you're in high school now, right? Great. And then he calls on his youngest. He's like, you're eight years old now, right? Yeah. And he's like, okay. The Bill of Rights. And then she starts reciting the bill verbatim. Yeah. And then he stops her after a couple sentences. like, no, no, no. Anyone can recite something to me. Tell me in your own words. And then she gives, like, a college-level answer of yeah. what the Bill of Rights is. And then she, and then the mom's getting fucking pissed. And she's like, yeah. all right, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> and he's like, no, hold on. And then asks her what the Bill of Rights is yeah. in terms of a famous court case. Yeah. And then she starts spouting that off. And she and then the mom's like, okay, okay that's very impressive, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. You proved her point. And then they shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. his point is proven. Yeah. And I think that's the moment. That's a good moment to show there's not there is validity in what he's doing. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. he's not wrong. Yeah. You know? Like he the things he's teaching these kids is right. Like he's yeah. making them being open and empathic and like yeah. knowledgeable and informed. But I think what kind of you, what you mentioned is the end of the movie ends up being they still live that life, but then they also go to school. Yeah. And I think he, the whole movie was the journey of him realizing, while he was right, yeah, you can't say everyone else is wrong, you yeah. know. Like yeah, so, yeah. he sends them to yeah, school. There's an air there's... of like superiority when he's like, right. he's like, oh, you guys are all like fashion, like pigs, and like whatever, and like yeah. we're the best, and all that shit. And yeah. he realizes that, like, oh fuck, like I'm even though I'm right, even though I'm right. There's a part that's missing, and it's the social aspect of things. Like, yeah. you can't teach that, right? Yeah. Like, there's so much that happens. Like, for eight hours a day, you are pretty much away from adults that care about you. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to argue that teachers care about you, I would argue the opposite. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking, <laughs> but... <laughs> dude, I, school doesn't work, but, yeah, no. but, but there's but something just, about it you can't get anywhere else. That's it. That's all it is. Like, if you... Even with, even with current homeschools, they set up, like hangouts and stuff like that with other like they get there's a there's a conglomerate of homeschool yeah. kids and then they set up meetups and stuff like that so that way the kids still had that social interaction yeah. you know what i mean and so there's something to that for sure yeah. that, that you miss out by living a secluded life and the, the movie shows that and the movie like yeah it's a big, says that it's clearly a yeah but it's just so interesting because in that moment it it just reaffirms like they're he's not wrong yeah but even then i was like i wish I don't know. I wish there was like an even more, not even a more middle ground, just like, uh, like there was more on the side of like Figo Mortensen at the end where he was like, where he still teaches them. It's like if they showed him like giving a morning lesson before school or something like that. Because I feel like. I think it's there though. I think it's, yeah. I think it's there. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they after t- school they, they he choose... gives them his, his own homework or something. Yeah, and even more training. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. But I think it chose to be a quiet moment. Like that at the end where they literally are kind of just sitting there yeah. waiting for the bus, reading books and eating granola out of mason jars. Yeah. I think the reason that moment's chosen like that is because to show them at peace. You yeah. Know? Like not that they were right. That's not the point. I no, think the no, point no. is to show a family at peace. Yeah. With acceptance, you know, with yeah. change. But but it was good. It was good. I think if the family didn't change at the end, then it'd be like, oh, fuck. It's a completely different message all around. 
Like it wasn't about love. It was about Viggo Mortensen's. It was about being an something. anarchist. Yeah. It was about being anarchist. Yeah. Um, but but it was about love. But it was about love. Yeah. For sure. Like he chose that path in the beginning. Like him and his wife chose that path for the children out yeah. of love. Yeah. Know? In the beginning, it was like yeah, out of love, a choice that he made with his wife, something that he made with his wife. And well, then now and that also his wife is a gone, super interesting because a different super route. interesting because they lived a kind of a life like that, mm-hmm. but then they doubled down because the wife was sick. Yeah. You know, and they even say that, like, we thought she would get better doing what we were doing. Mm. I thought she would get better. And he's like, I was wrong. Yeah. You know, and I'm, but that's because that's what the wife said, you know, especially because there's that moment later at the end where his mother-in-law shares the letter with him mm-hmm. that his wife wrote. And the, and the letter said, um, burn the first letter. <laughs> Everything's perfect. I'm going to get better out here. Yeah. So because his wife was bipolar when it was working it was really working but when it was not it was yeah. devastatingly not and there was nothing and i think another yeah. point of the message is you know mental illness isn't isn't fixed like that yeah mental illness is fixed with help you know yeah like you can't fix it on your own which is also a very important message i think yeah i think they handled that well um you know because suicide is something that's what? it's hard to talk about it's hard to portray in movies because a lot of the time when they portray in movies and TV, it's like, this is obviously just supposed to make me feel bad, you know? Like yeah. It's, like, it's super, like, uh, like it's used as a plot device yeah. instead of, it's, like, really It's the same about. thing with, like, rape and abuse and shit like that. Yeah. Like, they just use it as a, a plot lot, device. A lot. That's but it. I think this movie did mental illness Because they're like, oh, man, really I want well. you to feel sad. Okay, we're going to add this gruesome yeah, 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 scene. Yeah. And you're like, that, yeah. you didn't do it right. Like, yeah. Yeah. But this one was good. I like this one. Um, so then eventually... You know, I mean, we kind of talked about most of the movie. Uh, eventually, yeah. just they go to the funeral. Viggo <laughs> Morrison's almost arrested, um, but the one middle middle son runs to Grandpa and Grandpa says, "I'm gonna live here. Fuck you guys." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they, they he says he says no, and then he's like, "I'm gonna call the cops." And then he does, and then the family leaves. But then the family tries to break at, back in to get the son out, yeah. and that's with the um, eldest daughter. No, the second eldest. Second eldest. I can't tell which one that was. <laughs> they were pretty close in age. <clears throat> they were. Um, fell off the roof trying to escape him and yeah. almost died, and that's what changed everything. And for a second, he, for a second, here here's the thing that also I think makes it mm. makes it interesting that I think goes back to kind of what we were talking about about choice, where yeah. I kind of feel like it's a little more of the family's choice than you do. Yeah. Um, Surprise, surprise, they're making a point to make me sound right. But <laughs> the moment where he makes the choice to leave them. And he's like, after his daughter almost died, yeah. he's like, fuck, I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah. My daughter yeah. almost died. My fucking preci- mo- yeah. most precious thing in the world yeah. almost died. I'm so wrong. Get the- I gotta get the fuck out of here. I need to rethink everything yeah, about yeah. life. So he leaves them all with the grandma and grandpa and goes. Yeah. And then he goes and shaves his face. And it- I kind of imagine that if what happens next didn't happen, mm-hmm. he would have went and like worked, you know, an hour away at some fucking farm somewhere and was like their handyman, you know, and like made some cash yeah. and like came and visited every yeah, month. Yeah. Like that's what I imagined would have happened. But what actually happened was the family stole away down the bus because they wanted to be with the dad yeah. and to live that life, you know. And yeah. even the middle son who's been mad this whole time says, I don't hate you. I just, and this was all. all wasn't even the fact that he wanted Christmas or wanted to live with Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. He was just rebelling to his father because he was mad. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not mad at you. I just wish you had helped her. Yeah. And he's like, me too. 
and then they all continue living their life. And then he compromises because, yeah. you know, he didn't forget the fact that his daughter almost died. But the family made the choice, you know? Yeah. Like, super, like, that's the that's the viewpoint that the movie is taking at that point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, super interesting up to this point where it's like, it easily could have gone the other way. Yeah. And, like, still made just as much sense, been just as poignant. Yeah, yeah. But it would have been a different message. It wouldn't have been about family. It would have been about... Kind of about what we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah. But I think that was kind of the crux for me where I'm like, oh, man, family. What did you think of that moment when they chose to go? Were you like, you idiots? When they chose to come back? Yeah. Oh, it was a sweet. It was a really sweet moment. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, was... Uh, I'm not going to say what I actually was thinking. <laughs> I told you you have to, no? No, no, it was fine. Well, I was just thinking more cult stuff. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Because you always have the illusion of choice. Everyone's always like, yeah, you can leave whenever you want. But you can't because you're so embedded in it. And you've given everything. T- it's all you know. What are you talking about? <laughs> so the kids come back. No. No. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just joking. That literally I'm just says- joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. It was just funny that, oh I have no- that I noticed that like pattern. I know that's not the point. I know anything, but it was kind of funny. Um... And so... I feel so bad for you. <laughs> I can't live a normal life. No. You didn't... You were in a cult. I know. But it's just funny. Oh my god. Maybe you were. I, I don't know everything about you, dude. Oh, man. You're very close to the test about your personal <laughs> shit. It took me years to find out shit about you. Maybe... Maybe you were in a cult. Maybe... <laughs> holy shit. Hey, man. Listen. If that's true... That's all I know I, and I want to go back, Nick. For, you know what? Forget every point that I made against you. Yeah. If you were in a cult, you're, you're right. <laughs> you're right. What can I say to you? Um... <laughs> I'm not saying Jehovah's Witness is a cult, but I was part of Jehovah's Witness for a while. Um, it's a cult. Yeah, Jehovah's Witness is a cult. <laughs> but, uh, no, so, uh, but I thought that moment was we so sweet. We just lost sweet. three viewers. Yeah. I just thought that moment was so sweet that they decided to go back and, yeah. like, but then, the family. But then, the next choice is they went to dig up their... Oh yeah, I love that moment. So they can cremate her like she wanted. Yeah, that was so beautiful. I love that whole thing. Them going in, breaking in, like it's taking literally the literally digging it up. Yeah, digging her up yeah. and like the beautiful moment where they're riding back with her and they're like, it was really, taking care it of was her. really, it was. It's odd and off putting, but it's also it's kind of what you said earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Because when we talk about death, we shy away from it. Yeah, we why why do we do that thing where we do all these weird cultural things because it's what we're supposed yeah. to do: bury the dead body view it with strangers yeah. like it's a weird thing yeah but what they did was like real yeah like they it's had one last wanted, moment and it was and beautiful. then burned yeah. her oh uh, dead body like she yeah. wanted and sang songs and celebrated her life like she wanted yeah and then literally flushed it down the toilet yeah. like she said she wanted in her yeah. will but it's just, it's so yeah i thought that moment that whole thing was just so beautiful mm-hmm. like i i absolutely loved it and it's it's cool because the movie the movie this whole time is saying it's showing you this weird family but it's also showing you through their lens how weird the shit that we do is yeah yeah and so that's what's the cool thing about the movie it is i love that they they utilize this family in that way to show how like a mirror back at ourselves and be like oh fuck we're weird because why are we because we're supposed to look at them as like they can't eat sugar that's weird yeah and then it's like everyone else is fat and you're like oh that's a good point yeah yeah or it's like they don't the, go to the school. Whole... They don't go to school. That's weird. And then it's like, oh, she's smarter than I am. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. And then you go and you look at the family and, or like even at the funeral. And I was like, that's the biggest thing right there. Like, why are we doing this? Yeah. 
Like, I tend to be a little bit, not anachronistic, I guess, but, like, I just, I tend to look at things a lot and be like, this is stupid. Why do we do this? <laughs> I do not want to partake in You're this You're nihilistic. Thing. Yeah, nihilistic. Yeah. And I'm just like, I think a lot of things are stupid and I don't want to partake in them. Yeah. And so I kind of got it. I was like, yeah, fucking, I understand. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, this is fucking stupid. Why? Are, I was right there with the family sometimes. I was like, nah, nah, you're right. Fuck, fuck it. Fuck these guys. Yeah, I felt like that a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> weird. Um, but cool. No, I, I, um, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I liked it a lot. I definitely want to watch it again. Do you like the movie? Yeah. And now that you won't watch it, waiting for the cult drop to, the cult beat to drop. Yeah. You can enjoy it maybe a little more. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's my fault. Don't apologize. It's my, it's my upbringing that leads me to believe that every smile has a sense of, dread underneath it sure but i also know that and i should have prepared <laughs> you because all i remembered was how much i liked the movie i didn't take a step back and be like there's easily another viewing of this yeah, movie yeah, yeah. if you don't know to watch of course that to not like watch loving amazing that. family yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this, isn't a, this is just a love movie that's it yeah you know yeah. it's like it, it gets there in a weird way but it's just about love yeah of course know? yeah it totally um, is it's not a horror movie. Uh, Got so it. you liked it? <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah. Would, you, a, would you suggest it to somebody? I would recommend it to everyone. I love it. Anybody, right? Yeah. It's, like a, it's a good movie for good anybody. Good lessons for if families. Good it, lessons for love. Go watch it now. It's lesson. on Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. If you have Viggo it. Mortensen got an Oscar nomination for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Deserves it. It deserves so it. Good. So good. I think that was the year Leo won. Yeah. So, it's hard. Yeah. So it's tough. Because Leo has deserved it for a while. And these fucking kids. Like kills so him, right? amazing, so genuine, so honest, so great. They're all Funny. great actors. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I love, I love, and to get a performance out of a oh. good performance out of kids is yeah. notoriously like hard. Yeah, and the fact that this director was able to do it, so cool. Yeah, and they all have futures ahead of them. We're already also doing stuff like the one eldest girl was young Molly in Molly's Game. Oh, cool. Um, the one of them was the daughter of. Brie Larson and that the glass house that just mm. came out. Like they're they're already all working. Yeah. You know. It's good for them. Um That's great. great. And you said you'd even watch it again? Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely gonna watch this again because yeah. I, I liked it a lot. It's one of those movies that it would be good to revisit. Like yeah. that's another reason kinda wanted to give it to you to watch it again because it's been a little while and it's Yeah. It sure. reminds you in a weird way, it's not it because of all these um it's uh putting a mirror up to society, it also makes you remember that you need to question society. Yeah. Like, you need to not do things because of the way you do things. Yeah. Like, you need to have informed opinions and choices on things. You yeah. can't just go with the grain. You should be a skeptic. You yeah. have to question everything. Yeah, for your own benefit. Yeah, you know? because... I don't want to get into a whole spiel. But people, no one has your best interests in mind. Absolutely no one on this planet Earth has your best interests in mind. You could be with someone in a relationship. You could, it doesn't matter. That's the worst way to put it. But you have to look out here for yourself because if you don't... No one else. Is That's a better to. way of putting it. <laughs> to say that no one gives a shit about you, period, is like what? True. Well, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> if the devil said kill Marcus or die, I, I would probably say die. So, so like your argument's not quite right. That's fair, but I understand what you're saying. Yes, you have to look out for yourself because you have to look out for yourself. Period. End of sentence. <laughs> I think the better way I think to look at it is it's the kind of the thing where if you're on an airplane, you have to put your own mask on before you put your kids because if you put your kids on, then you're dead and they have no one to take care of them. Yes. Like you have to worry about yourself first to be able to yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And 
And with that, <laughs> with that sovereign, no, but like always be a skeptic, always question everything whenever you can. Because but always, and, and always, I think uh, the, of the other lesson in the movie is always refer to love. Like, yeah. right? Like do things out of love. Yeah. Like, what you love to do, how you love someone. Like th- th- that's how you should base your decisions, you know? Like on what you care about. Yeah. You know? <sighs> anyway. Captain Fantastic. Captain Fantastic was fantastic. We... Loved it. Guys, let us know what you thought about it by reaching out to us. You can find us on all the socials at Now Try This. Cast. You can let Marcus know he's not in a cult and he doesn't have to worry about it. They're Please not, comfort me by not tweeting back. at me and letting me know they that they're not, not coming back coming to get back me. From. You can Nick, tweet us at back. Now Try This They're going to find me. They knock on the door every day. They're coming. <laughs> Please send all your cult pitches to at Now Try This. Um, refer, uh, you don't have to point That's out. how I get back at the cult. I started my own. That's why I'm always trying to start one. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so, Marcus, what's my challenge? Your for challenge next for next week is um, the critically acclaimed movie, The Disaster Artist. Have you heard of it? Do you know it? Really? Yeah. You liked it that much? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I never saw The Room, though. I think you can still enjoy it without watching The Room, but... To any of those at home who want to follow along, and I will do this with Nick too, find some clips online of the the classic scenes. You're telling me not to watch The Room. Don't watch The Room. I don't think you can make it through The Room. I honestly... I'm sorry. I don't think you can make it through The Room, Nick. Did you just challenge me (laughs) again? Two weeks in a row? Did you just set out... A challenge for your boy Nick. I, guys at home, I clearly did not sit out a challenge. And I challenged to be Nick able to sit through all again. of the room. Yeah. Can you sit through all the room? Challenge accepted. Oh, shit. And then the disaster artist? You're going to watch both? No, I'm just going to watch the room. Okay. <laughs> Nick changed the challenge. Nick completely changed no, the challenge. No, I watch both. I watch both. I watch both. You watch can't both. watch... Oh, my God. That's so many hours of television. Uh... Okay, cool. You got this. I believe in you. <laughs> I'm just I want like, 79 I chapters of a manga just to prove a point. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, Nick, you have to watch The Room and then watch The Disaster Artist. Alright, that's my challenge. Man, I wonder if you're going to hate The Disaster Artist more because you watched The Room. Probably. You're probably going to hate all of it. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Oh my god, you know what? Just watch The Room. We'll talk about The Room. No, I watch them both. You think you can watch both? Okay. It's just two movies. What do you think? Do I don't you know. Think? I don't know. Just like emotionally. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know. I if mean, because I wait to the last minute, I'm probably going to watch them four hours that back too. to back. That too. The night before. Yeah, you're going to hate like all lot. of it. This, this, this podcast is not about me liking things. Oh my God. What? I don't know even know if you can watch The Room. What do you mean? I don't think it's available anywhere. Marcus. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll find the room. I tried. I remember around the disaster artist, I wanted to rewatch the room, and I just like couldn't find it. But maybe, maybe after it came out, maybe it's somewhere. Marcus, don't worry. Okay, I have faith in you, Nick, and I have faith in our listeners to be able to find somewhere to watch the room. We will watch the room, and then the disaster artist, and meet next week, Nick. That yes, that's how our podcast works, guys. Cool. Good call. Great. Sweet. <laughs> Hold on. I, this well, is the most awkward podcast of all time. 100%. This is how we're so gonna... much dead air I have to edit out. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> why would you... No, why would you edit out the dead air? 
That's like the best part of our podcast. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave you guys with a quote from Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky wearing a strap on. What does he look like? Some old white dude. Oh, yeah. He's trying to fuck. I don't think so. Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky's trying to fuck always. Chomsky. Quote. I'm going to say the first one. You ready? Yeah. Colorless green ideas sleep furiously. Beautiful. Good night, guys.